I can just hear Zeke in the background right now, like yelling. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the AWPT podcast. Today I have a very special guest with me. I have my good friend Maddie. Maddie and I met at uh, the Transformer. I was talking to the guys um, last episode about how amazing the Transformer was. So Maddie was also transformed with Tom <laughs> Clark. <laughs> oh God. <Yeah>. So <laughs> um, tell the people a little bit about you, Maddie. Okay. So um, I'm a women's embodiment coach. So I um, coach women to live a more conscious life and to be in their body and embrace themselves um and yeah to be in the present moment and um yeah really truly embrace it and embody what it what it means to them to be a woman um I've been working as a personal trainer previously for two years um yeah I'm from the country on the air peninsula um yeah I like animals I have a sausage dog he's so cute (laughs) yeah some fun facts that's me yeah she's a dog mama yeah crystal lover (laughs) oh yeah I got so many (laughs) yes yes uh yeah that's me yeah she literally inspired me. I had one crystal at home, my beautiful little amethyst that my my mum gave me. And then Maddie was showing me her collection and she inspired me to buy my first crystal and I'm holding it right now. You guys can't see it, but it's really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have like crystals in my room. I have crystals on my back table. I have crystals in my bath. I've actually have crystals in my car and I I actually, I collect shells as well. So like I have, I have like all of my shells and also some rocks from the beach and I put them all like decorate my room with them. I also like have, so color coordinated in my car is like, I have a, um, a crystal in there yeah and it's pink and then I picked up like this beautiful pebble from the beach the other day which is also pink and it reminded me of like the Mentos you know like the oh pink yeah. yeah yeah and then I have two shells like one that's the same color as my pebble that I picked up and one that is like the same color as my crystal and I have them all like organized in my car yeah it's cute what a vibe just bringing those healing crystal and shell vibes I love it I love it speaking about healing vibes today we are going to be discussing boundaries Ooh, the b word (laughs) (laughs) we love it we love it and we were kind of brainstorming before and what we decided so I was watching I began watching a YouTube video on boundaries got a bit distracted but what I wrote down so there are lots of different boundaries that you can set right so you can have emotional boundaries um, which is basically say like if someone's dismissing rejecting assuming or justifying your emotions that's when you want to implement a boundary right Mm -hmm. or with emotional dumping 
say if maybe you want to just like talk to a friend about what's going on in your life or you want to get something off your chest I think it's important to ask people if they have the emotional capacity to receive that um there were also material boundaries so like boundaries that you want to have like with your possessions like what can be shared how it's um, treated and things like that mental boundaries physical boundaries but what we wanted to focus on what really was lighting us up in our little chat was time and energy so boundaries with your time and energy because time and energy is everything right you can't get that back so what what boundaries do you like to implement in yourself or like what would you say the boundaries that have really changed your life Maddie okay so when we're chatting before I feel like um I didn't like I hadn't thought much on like the emotional boundaries because I think it's been actually a really long time since I've had to implement any of those. But I did actually have to implement emotional boundaries a while ago. And I, I just want to touch on it quickly because um, it was actually something that really changed um, my relationship with the person. So it was a family member who was yeah emotionally dumping on me um, or like Uh, and like bitching about other family members um and yeah just like being quite nasty to to me Mm. um and for me like setting that boundary um it looked like um just saying to that person um I'm just not going to answer you if you're going to be saying these things to me and I, I don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like, obviously then having backlash from that, obviously if the, if that person um, wasn't aware at the time that they're, that what they were doing was hurtful, um, then, you know, they're probably not going to be aware enough to accept the boundary right away, but then staying true to that boundary in myself where, where I just wouldn't answer. Um yeah, just ignore it and yeah. um, eventually, you know, like without that response, there's nothing There's nothing for them to, to kind of hold on to on that and it just eventually stops. So, yeah, breaking contact with the person if necessary mm-hmm. and just, you know, staying true to yourself no matter what. Um, that was actually really important. So, yeah, I thought that would be. Yeah, massive a- emotional boundary. Yeah, yeah, helpful for anyone who's maybe going through something similar. Um, And then other boundaries that I have are um, so, yeah, using like do not disturb on my phone when. Love that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I put do not disturb on like when I'm receiving a lot of notifications, like if I'm receiving a lot of notifications and I'm doing something important, I'll turn it on if I've forgotten to turn it on. Otherwise, like I usually use do not disturb like when I'm out or doing things for myself um, or like when I'm working. Um, What else I have? I use communication for clients. I um, try to keep to 
WhatsApp. So like, unless it is urgent, like maybe um, say like a client um, cancelling a session or something last minute or something that requires like my immediate attention. Um, I keep like general communication with clients um, to WhatsApp. So I don't have notifications on for WhatsApp and I have time limits on the app. So I choose when I access that and clients know not to expect an immediate response from me um, on that because I like to be really present with clients when I am speaking with them. So most of the time I actually sit down and I use WhatsApp on my laptop um, so that I can really be in full work mode and give the client exactly what they need from me rather than like responding when I'm out doing something and then, you know, maybe thinking of a better response later on when I'm sitting down. Um, so that's that's been a good boundary for me. And then like in terms of work, yeah, with the time thing, just um, – yeah, making sure that clients know that um, they need to be at their session on time. And oh, massive. Yeah, I um, actually have like if clients are more than 15 minutes late for a session, the session's forfeited. Um, and, yeah, just having like having open and honest conversations about the time management stuff like pretty well straight off the bat um I think if we're talking about work now like um having a contract in place that just states all of the boundaries that you have like that so the clients are fully aware of like you know the communication on whatsapp and you know when you're available to respond and then um you know being aware that um like of the session times and what time they need to arrive. Um, and then in there as well, like having that um, we have, the, or I have the right to like terminate a client's contract for any reason mm-hmm. to protect me so that if anything happens, um, like inappropriate happens, I can cancel the contract at any time um, there. And then, yeah, like going through that with them, like I actually sit down with a physical contract and I read it to them. Um, for clients like face-to-face clients but yeah like going through like the contract um, regardless like you know you could do that on zoom with a client if it's an online client just making sure that the client's aware of everything that's actually in it Mm -hmm. so that yeah if you need to implement any boundaries with the client they're already aware of the boundary yeah I actually love that that's actually something that I've never done I've actually just like send it to them and then it's just their responsibility to sign it and give it back but then I mean you don't really know if they're reading the contract so I love that you yeah that what are like I love that good little little tip read it to them yeah and it's nice because you know like I I go through it with them and make sure that they are feeling comfortable and they can ask me any questions it's just nice so that they're fully aware of everything yeah yeah I love that I love that I love it was there anything else I think you've given us a lot. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. I think that's probably all of the boundaries that I really feel um, are like my most my most important ones, the ones that I value quite a lot, and the ones that have helped me out the most in personal life and in business too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think it's it's extremely important for anyone 
and everyone to implement boundaries because you're creating more space, more time, more energy for yourself. But especially, I think, like when you're a business owner, when you're a coach, you know, you're showing up for people nearly all day, every day, potentially. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly giving to people, which is not a bad thing. That's a beautiful thing, but it can be quite exhausting. So I know like for myself, like I used to just like reply, no matter what I was doing, if they popped up, oh, got to respond. But um, Tom, our our mentor Tom was telling me, um, you know, doing like little things like that, that's like leaky energy, you know, like like you were saying, you want to sit down, be present and like allocate proper time to respond to each or like all of your clients. So now I really um, like, yeah, exactly. Like I was saying before, like I allocate time. So like I time block my day and I'll like 1130 to 12 o'clock, I'm replying to clients. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's really, really helped me like I'm just way less stressed because I'm not feeling like I have to be like showing up all the time and you shouldn't have to, but it's Mm -hmm. also, I think like, if you are like, just like constantly replying one, it's building an unhealthy relationship with the client. um, And it's creating like codependency and that's not what you want in a coach and client relationship. Yeah. And it can also like, um, it can create an expectation from the client. So like if you are constantly let allowing like a client to cross a boundary, like if they don't know that that's um, like if, if you're not honoring yourself, like how are they to know that? Mm. Um, like if we have, if you haven't had any open communication, like um, about it, then if they're like, Oh, like, why isn't she responding? Well, like you're the one who's responded to them immediately all the time. So of course they're going to be like, Oh, like what's going on? Like, why is she all of a sudden not responding to me straight away? So it's really important, like to just be really like really clear with your boundaries too. And know that um, like if you, even if you haven't placed a boundary with a client previously or anyone like a friend even, and you've always been responding straight away, just, just saying to them like, Hey, look, um, I might take a little bit longer to respond, uh, now because I'm, you know, putting this boundary in place for myself. And I want to make sure that when I am communicating with you that I'm being more present. So yeah, like a lot of the time and yeah, a lot of the time people will just respect that. And if they don't, then, um, then that's you can with the curb now drink yeah <laughs> no but like it's not it, it, that's that's a projection like if they don't if they're not going to respect the boundary maybe it's because they don't respect their own boundaries but that's a conversation for another day amen amen but like you said mo- nine times out of ten i'd say even like 9.5 times out of ten they're going to respect the boundary yeah and it just makes things look i I will say like I used to hate having these conversations with people but sometimes you you just got to do it because it's your uh what's the word I want to use 
it is a disservice to yourself if you continue you know like your your time and energy is so important because if you're constantly give 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 and then you're you're not honoring yourself then you're just going to burn out and things are going to you're going to begin resenting work or resenting your clients and that's not what you want no. enjoyable um and then you have more time for yourself yeah yeah whether it be like yeah picking like um business hours um and yeah, just letting them know what times that you do reply between. So like you were saying before, like between like business hours. So was that like, do you do like a 9am to like 6pm kind of thing? Um, Like 3pm. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. Cause I'm like, Zeke gets home from school at 3pm. So if I yeah. reply after three, then like, I've got a minute, but don't expect me to reply after three o'clock. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, I do sometimes respond to people outside of those hours, but the expectation's not there because I don't do it all the time. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, you know, if if they're aware of, like, the business hours and you reply outside of business hours, like, I do say sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, I might respond sometimes outside of these hours, but the expectation is not there or it shouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah. Just setting the time so that you know too, like, okay, well, it's between nine and three now. Like these are my times where like if I get a message, then yeah, respond to it because that's like you've said that those are your business hours and like if you're sitting down to do work, then yeah, that's that's your time to respond. Yeah. So honouring it, like honouring it like that too, like you've set that as your business hours so yeah, making sure that that's a time where you do respond to clients. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. And I just wanted to touch on before, like you mentioned that you set a boundary with a family member. Mm. How was that? Like, was that an easy thing for you to do or did you find it quite hard? Or, yeah, what was your kind of like feelings towards that? Yeah, it was pretty challenging. Um, I actually, uh, like, so I was seeing a psychologist at the time and I was chatting to them about it um, and had kind of like their help in in how, how I should go about it. Um, and, yeah, essentially was just like, okay, I'll choose a time, like I won't reply to them after a certain time like at night because that's like crossing into my like bedtime boundary and it was keeping me awake at night time um those kinds of things but yeah it is it is definitely challenging when the person who you're trying to set the boundary with doesn't understand and mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's almost like out of control <laughs> to a certain point um mm-hmm. but you know they if you're constantly enabling that behavior um you're choosing it you're choosing you choose what you allow and I just chose not to allow it anymore and yeah like it probably honestly like if we're being real took about like 12 months for it to really like come back around and start to show like um like benefit from the other party but like for me I received benefit like 
as soon as I really started honoring it for myself, because, you know, like I was like, oh, well, I already said I'm not responding. And and the more like I would respond, the worse it kind of got, like, you know, like, like I said, like that enabling. So once I stopped enabling it, it happened less and less. Um, and then, yeah, like having, like having more confidence over time. So like over the 12 months that it probably took, um, having more confidence, like later on down the track to be like, yo, this is what's up. Like really like setting more boundaries and explaining it more, being like, well, this is why. And yeah, I think too, like the more you work on a boundary, the more you know that like it's not actually life-threatening danger as well. Like when it comes to uh, like human behavior, I suppose, we like perceive it as a threat or maybe perceive like setting this boundary as a threat because we're not sure how how the person's going to react. But mm-hmm. even knowing like, you know, that person might react, but um, like it's not life-threatening, like it's, it's okay, it's safe to set these boundaries. So the more that you practice setting them, the easier it gets. But yeah, not going to lie. It was definitely challenging. And I think setting any boundary in the beginning, whether it is with a family member, whether it is something like an emotional boundary like that, um, any boundary is challenging to begin with because you're unsure how that person may react. But um, I think just being more comfortable, being true to yourself and the more you honor yourself, the easier it gets. And sometimes like you know, that might be triggering because you might be like, oh, well, I do honor myself. But if you're, if you don't have boundaries and you're allowing people to cross your boundaries, then maybe you, you could probably honor yourself a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you know that you needed to implement a boundary with this person? Um. like it was impacting like my sleep like I was saying like I was receiving like phone calls and messages at night time like while I was trying to be sleeping and then I couldn't sleep because I was concerned about like whatever else was going on or you know like um oh what else I think yeah, like I really, like I also had my own stuff going on. So I really did not have the emotional capacity to be dealing with anyone else's problems, especially when it didn't, it wasn't, it was not my, like, it wasn't mine to carry. Like I did not need mm. it. And it was just really, um, it was putting a lot of stress on me. Um, but I was allowing it. So, yeah, I think like me feeling all of those emotions in relation to this other person's problem to just recognizing too, like, I don't have to, I don't have to hold that. It's not my, it's not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and not feeling guilty for that too. I, I definitely felt guilty like for a long time being like, well, I have to listen or I have to be there for this person because they need me but Mm. 
they don't know nobody needs you um and you don't need to feel that way like you don't need to feel guilty for not being there for people I think that's something as well like obviously remembering too that it it goes both ways so not expecting people to always be there for you um and knowing or learning how to hold your own emotions as well um so that you don't need to be doing be crossing other people's boundaries but I think yeah for me just knowing that how I was feeling like it really wasn't helpful for me and that I was in full control um of whether I took that on or whether I didn't and yeah just noticing how I was feeling each time I'd speak to this person as well and it just got to the point where I didn't want to hear from them at all Mm so yeah just recognizing how I was feeling in the situation and knowing that it was really unhelpful yeah yeah especially with a family member I think it can be quite hard like you were saying to implement that boundary because that like expectation to like oh you're always going to be there for your family and um especially like I know you're an extremely like loving and caring person so that would have been like very hard but um like we were saying before like you have to honor yourself and when when you are putting like someone else's needs above your own like is that really I don't think that's self-love um yeah um but yeah building that awareness I know that I found like journaling really helped me build awareness around um like how certain relationships will like kind of make me feel were making me feel um so yeah if you already do journaling or you can try doing like journaling to to help with that um but I also wanted to touch on like setting your own boundaries like with yourself so say like if you want to like start like waking up earlier in the morning you want to like work backwards like from that right? So, okay. We know that we have to wake up at 9am. If you want to get like seven hours of sleep, I'm terrible at maths. What time would you have to go? Wait, what time are we getting up? Nine. Nine. <laughs> You'd have to go to bed at 2am. No way. Oh, <laughs> okay. Go to bed earlier. You can... <laughs> I go to bed, honestly, this is, this is crossing my boundary. I don't know. I, <laughs> I legit wear in our um our nightgowns. <laughs> in bed. I'm in bed. Yeah. Oh god. And on that note, no. <laughs> Set screen time boundaries. Don't go on your phone yeah. in bed. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if like that's something you could potentially like work on, like with your clients, like getting them to look at the life that they want to create. And then you kind of like look backwards from there. So what are the boundaries that you have to create with yourself? Um, 
My dog is just like he's eyeing me off and he's scratching the bed and starting to growl at me. It's just so funny that we're talking about boundaries. Boundary Doug. No, Doug, I will not pick you up if you bark at me. (laughs) This is a boundary that I'm implementing and you must respect it. (laughs) He's going to bark. No, I need to hear it. (laughs) Dougie don't do that you need to show me him I want to see Dougie Uh, now he's gonna think of every time he barks he can come up oh no no don't 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 bring him no we're not encouraging bad behavior I wish you guys could see him. He's so cute. He's a long-haired sausage dog. He's got he's got like one blue eye and one. Does he different? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's got one blue eye, one blue and brown. It's like half colored. They're both half colored, but one of them is more blue and one of them's more brown. (laughs) Ah, I see. I see. I see. Yes. Welcome to the podcast, Doug. (laughs) We're gonna. I was unavoidable. He was eyeing me off for so long. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no, any minute now. <laughs> I just wanted to jump on and say, hey. Yeah. All right. You you got what you wanted, Doug. You're on the potty. We're discussing boundaries with Maddie and Doug. <laughs> Doug the Doxy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, on that note, I thought I'd just like put a question to y'all like what are some boundaries that you implement with your clients or boundaries that you've implemented with yourself um I saw a shadow in in my background did you see that anyway um boundaries with the ghost boundaries with the ghost now I've got a ghost in my room um but yes, so boundaries that you implement with yourself or with your clients or boundaries that you've helped with your clients. Um, yeah, get in touch with myself or Maddie or on the AWPT page. Um, mm-hmm. But Maddie, where can the people find you? So on Instagram, my honestly, it's it's a long one. Maddie Penaluric underscore coach. <laughs> Spell that out for us. <laughs> okay. Maddie. Maddie yeah. with a Y, M-A-D-D-Y. And then my last name, P-E-N-A-L-U-R-I-C-K. The amount of times I've spelled that out. P-O-A-C-H. Oh, no. Maddie Penelo- Wait, how do you? Penelope. Penelope. Oh, just tag me. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'll I'll tag her. You can find her that way. All right. Thank um, you so much, Maddie. Yes. One last thing, though. Yeah. I feel like to add to the questions, maybe what is a boundary after listening to this that you are going to put Ooh. in place or one that you want to put into place? Because, yeah, sometimes we don't even realize that we're not doing the things until we you know, until it's made, um, brought to our conscious awareness. So now that this is all brought to your conscious awareness, what are some boundaries that you're going to set with yourself or with clients or both? I love that. What a fucking great question. (laughs) Oh yeah. 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you, Maddie. And I hope you guys enjoyed. See you on the next one.